This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer and I am excited to be back with Jordana in the studio for another Wednesday talking about Jersey. Hey Jordana. Hey Dylan, so good to be back in person. Very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. We have a wedding special to talk about. Oh yeah. It was an hour of TV. The wedding special was great. I mean, I wasn't here last week. I know you uh, you had Jen Fessler on, yes. but last week's episode, I also, th- I was as I was watching it, I was like, I wish I had an outlet to discuss all my feelings about this. <laughs> last week's episode was was pretty explosive. Yeah. I, I could imagine while I was watching it that you would have a lot of thoughts about the situation that unfolded at, what's his name? <laughs> Polly's. Um, Polly. Yeah, I was forgetting too. He's so quiet. Sometimes you know you he's so. Qu- it's like Polly obviously was around a lot this season, but he doesn't leave as strong of an impression as like Louis. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like they tried to create a lot of drama around him, and he wasn't really like he wasn't really like engaging enough to like really make it a thing. It's interesting in the reunion trailer for this season, though. Dolores reveals that he's not legally divorced, which is not something I think we we're aware of so that i'm i'm curious to know the situation like the two of them are not legally divorced no uh oh he's oh he's not legally divorced right okay, yeah. like polly polly not, not dolores is still for some okay. married which is interesting because dolores and polly talk all the time about oh like hey, he's married, looking yeah. at the ring it's gonna happen whatever our uh our favorite interloper Nicole Greco Pepis at the wedding is like, am I gonna have another wedding to go to next year? Let me know if I gotta buy a dress. Like, yeah, there's a lot of comments from everyone about Dolores getting married like all season. I mean, Jen, it seems like they're both into it, but yeah. you would think they would have taken care of this other thing. I feel like now that Teresa's having this like giant wedding, like everybody else is gonna feel like they have to do the same thing, and it's like you you don't. Dolores seems like a little more low key than that. Although I guess the prohibition party was not low key. <laughs> I that is true like I can't imagine Dolores having nine bridesmaids no right she (laughs) seems like it's weird because she like she's low-key in some ways and then like kind of like showy in others or like you know yeah I think she likes like Jersey-liciousness a little bit but doesn't like like bullshit (laughs) yeah I don't think it's gonna be like the Teresa level wedding but I could see her doing I could see her doing like a destination if I you know if I'm imagining it it's interesting the way they pivot from the like regular Jersey finale, obviously lots of drama going on. And then they frame this Teresa gets married special as like basically just a bonus episode of this season. So it's like after the finale, the confessionals look different. We have these weird like gray backgrounds that yeah. everybody's on. All the daughters have confessionals together. Teresa and Louie are in the chairs. To- well, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. It was it's. It's interesting because we've seen like wedding spinoffs before where it's like, okay, like, you know, Nini's wedding thing is going to be on its own show where like Bethany Bethany, gets married. But this is just like 
we'll give you one episode. Right. It did seem like a little like they didn't really invest that much money in this in, right. in this last like you said, like it wasn't its own series. The even the cards that were like the th- like welcome to Teresa like you were invited to Teresa and Louis like drinks before the wedding. Like it looked kind of like last minute thrown in. It I've, didn't look like highly produced. I've designed more impressive things on Canva. You definitely have because <laughs> I've seen them on the um, on the Bravo account and even on your own story too. They look like, like much a- better than literally. It looked like it was like word art. Yes. And- <laughs> yeah, they were. I I don't know. I like the aesthetic choices of this special were interesting because I'm like all the daughters just wearing white in the confessionals was right. was a very I don't know the the daughters looked kind of harsh to me like I just I didn't like the lighting for them no the yeah, lighting wasn't yeah. good but then it, it, uh, Teresa and Louis just together kind of having a platform to speak as much as they want is always a little bit of a, a minefield too like when they're telling the story of him proposing to her in Mykonos and and she's like yeah the, 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 the Greek people don't understand English that so they awkward. started the fireworks yeah. too early it's right. like you're in Greece well also it's <laughs> like you're in the most touristy part of Greece also it's pretty easy like visual cues of like when he gets down on one knee that's when the proposal is happening yeah there's gonna be a ring there's gonna be like a hug like i don't know it's it's when they have like just a free reign to talk about things it can go south a little bit i agree i also think like i feel like Teresa had like in order to let allow them to film it she like had certain stipulations yeah and it kind of that's why it came off like a little almost like I think they tried to make her like as look as good as they could. Right. This was one episode where like the edit is a little biased on right. on purpose where it's not like, oh, yeah, this is a group of women. It's like, no, this is Teresa's. For sure. And I mean, whatever episode. the edit was, one thing I will say about it, I have like a lot of critiques, <laughs> but one positive thing is they seem like extremely in love. And I don't think that there's anyone who can deny that they are like obsessed with each other. Yes. And I think that's like people... People think that being critical of Teresa or of Louis is the same as like not wanting them to be happy. Right. And I think there's a difference between like he seems like a guy that might have some kind of sleazy stuff going on and like I think Teresa deserves to be alone forever. It's like no, like I'm I'm happy they're happy. I just hope nobody's going to go to prison in the future. Right. Yeah, I think that's a great comment cuz I'm like I'm not like I don't like the situations like black and white. She's not evil. She's like, I think she has a lot of like really positive qualities and it was nice to see her happy. And it did seem like yeah. she did feel, it did feel like a redemptive moment for her after all of her like legal Joe Judice issues. And you saw like how kind of clearly not in love the two of them were. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see that for her, even if I don't always agree with everything she does. And even if I don't love the vibe of him saying she loves me for even my faults, and she goes, well, there's not much. And he goes, well, I pee sitting down. It's like, I don't, I don't care. Right. And that's also not your only flaw. And I think anyone who watches the show can see that quite clearly. Yeah, we've, um, uh, It's like there's, there's some footage that we've seen over yeah. the last couple of years. I think it's interesting because I feel like he's one of those people who like, if you just had like a little... Like the, his first season, I think he looked better, like mm. last season. And it just kind of goes to show that I think the more footage you have of someone, the more of like a full picture you get. Because if I had just seen last season, I'd be like, here's this guy kind of bringing in like a relaxed vibe for Teresa, not like telling her to be less activated, trying to like smooth over situations between her brother and her daughter. Yeah. But I think the more footage you get of him, the more you're kind of like, this feels a little more toxic than I thought. 
Yeah, it's funny right now. I'm rewatching season one of Vanderpump Rules and recapping it with Sammy on the on Fridays. And like some of the episodes, it's like, wow, it's it's funny to watch this now having 10 seasons of material to contextualize it. Whereas like when this was the first time I had ever met Tom Sandoval, it's like, oh, that, that feels different now. Totally. You get such a different picture of people, which is kind of the beauty of these shows and also yeah. of reality TV is that especially the ones that are like over the course of you know, that have 10 seasons, you've been watching, you've been watching these, these girls grow up. Mm -hmm. Also, it's so interesting, you get so much context that you could never get with anything else where you really feel like you know them. Yeah, I think going back to what you said about how this was kind of a, a clear choice to have Teresa and Louis as like the protagonist of this special, we don't see Joe and Melissa on camera at all in this episode. They're referenced a few times. We see like the screenshots of the things that they were posting mm -hmm. that weekend. But I think it's it's obviously a, a purposeful choice that there's not like a second camera crew at the shore house with Joe and Melissa. Like there might be if this was just like a regular housewives episode. Yeah. It definitely seemed like a Teresa edit. And like you said, in that way. And also, I mean, it just, it seems like there was an agreement that there was going to be like very little discussed about them, or at least like they were going to try to minimize it. And to me, maybe that was like why Gabriella was crying. Cause it just seemed like, a very strong reaction because it wasn't like people were screaming about anything yeah. or like people were really dramatic. It was like just the mention of him was getting her very upset, which I thought was weird. Well, I think there's it was interesting to watch kind of Jennifer Aiden be the only one who really was like doing any housewives stuff on this show mm -hmm. where like the the day before you know Gia was telling Jennifer that the only thing that stressed her mom out about planning the wedding was the situation with Joe and Melissa which I'm like bullshit like you planned this ginormous wedding and the only thing that was stressful the whole time right. was your piece of shit brother like I don't quite buy that but you know Jen is talking through that and then the next day of course Jen is the one who you know she apologizes for ever telling Danielle the rumor about Melissa because then that caused so much drama and like I I sort of appreciate that Jen is giving us like a little bit of storyline to work with yeah. this episode because I do think you know wedding special is nice and lovely and whatever but like I want a little bit of something else going on. I kind of agree. I also think Teresa, although she said she was like not mad about it, I think was still was actually pretty pissed off at her. Yeah. Like maybe that was more off screen. Yeah. But the way that she accepted the apology seemed like she was like camera ready to like put it to bed to accept the apology because it was like her wedding day. Right. Even when she got the gift of like the thing with the with yeah. like the locket with her parents or whatever it was, she was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. She was like, thank you, Jennifer. Now go be a bridesmaid. Right. <laughs> like even I I thought it was interesting that Priscilla, the makeup artist who we see, you know, on the fringes of this show over the years, and they are really good friends in real life. Priscilla kind of bringing up like, wow, so your only brother is not coming. And it's like, that's not your job today. Like, shut right. up and do my makeup. <laughs> Someone's vying for a spot on the show. <laughs> I have I have wondered for years if Priscilla like wants to do this more because I she's so. she's always around she's worked with a lot of different housewives and it is kind of interesting it's like she probably talks to Teresa more than half of the women on the show so I would watch a special episode or I don't know about series but episode with Teresa's trainer Teresa's make because she was also like <laughs> quite right. verbal quite right. a few times I think like the makeup artist who does the housewives would have much more interesting things to say about them than any of them would reveal 
there's a few of them. I think they should have a panel at BravoCon where it's like yes. the women behind the women. And it's like makeup artists, hairstylists, trainers, like those people know where the bodies are buried. And I'm sure they're NDA'd to hell and back. But like, come on. I love that. Yeah, I would definitely watch a special. They could make a lot of money. Yeah, there's Pris- Priscilla's the big one. Like in the New York area, she does Ramona. She does a bunch of them. And then on the West Coast, there's Glam by Pam. She oh. does like Shannon Bedore. She worked with Denise Richards. Like she does a lot of the like Beverly Hills OC housewives. I'm like these two women. I need to tell all. I love that you are so knowledgeable about this extremely <laughs> niche community. Like, but that's what you do. What that's why but that's why you, you do what you do. Right? Don't you dare ask me anything useful. <laughs> Like if you need if you need information about like taxes fi- finances like absolutely not but I can point you in the direction of who did Shannon Bedore's reunion makeup. It's amazing. The rehearsal dinner looks nice. I I looked up the venue. It's in West Orange. I'm like the, it's cute. Like yeah. a, the little wine cellar. It's a nice dinner moment. Seeing Louis' dad is funny. It's it's great. He's a recovering alcoholic who's eight years sober. And I in his little speech when he says, you know, when I go to the big casino upstairs, I feel good that. That Louis got this woman to take care of. I'm like, wow, the big casino upstairs. That tells me a lot about a person. Yeah, I haven't heard that one before. It's fun to get like a little more like color on like the surrounding characters in people's lives. Because obviously, like Teresa, we know everybody in her circle for a decade plus. But it's like, well, it's funny. I thought I knew everyone in her circle, and I'm not like as deep probably in the ecosystem as you are. But when she was like. My bridesmaids are. And then she was like, my best friend of 20 years, Barb, what was her name? Rosanna. Rosanna. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You have a friend that's not on this show. I wonder if she was like a Dina replacement because Dina Manzo didn't come. Good point. I forgot about the absence of Dina Manzo. Yeah. And even I noticed one of the pictures when Dolores is like, Teresa and I have been friends for 40 years. One of the old photos that they showed, Dina was in the photo and like famously Dina and Dolores now don't get along. And I'm like, someday this needs to be unpacked on camera for us. That I would, I need to know all of the information about what happened with Dina. What happened with Dina and everyone? Because I feel like Dina has had a lot of, you know, with her sister, with her brother, like with the whole, I need a whole, I need a whole Manzo like documentary. I just saw it. Caroline Manzo said somewhere like specifically that she didn't call the FBI but she knows who did or something. It's very like, did Meredith Marks call the feds on Jen Shaw? And it's like, no, but I could have. <laughs> right. I mean, is that how these things work? Is that how people get in trouble for these things? Is that someone close to them turns them in? I don't, I don't know. know. Right. I'm kind of like, I would just assume you were like sloppy with some paperwork or something. And that's how the, or like you got audited or something. I right. Don't. I mean, famously, I don't, I'm not an expert on the legal system, but <laughs> you know, maybe. I always wonder. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so 
put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, I want to return to the day of we're getting ready. Jennifer coming in with her her little gift for Teresa, which I thought was nice. She's wearing the this rhinestone Aiden plastic surgery tank top. That was so weird. <laughs> Perhaps my favorite article of clothing that's ever been worn on Bravo. How many of those do you think they sell? I don't know, but it's very I was I was saying it's like very Paris Hilton 2000s like Von Dutch trucker hat core yeah like the the rhinestone tank top and I I just need to know more um but what did you think about the the daughter's reaction to any mention of Joe on the big day you know the daughter seemed to really dislike Joe and maybe Melissa more than Teresa is or at least more than she's expressing it almost seems like Cause she keeps saying they're very protective of me. They're very protective. It's like, I'm not sure like she's like, and to me, very protective. It would be necessary if it was like, Teresa was like, so, you know, naive or, mm. or blindly like letting people take advantage of her, which doesn't really seem like her style. I just didn't really, un- I don't really understand. I feel like there has to be more to the story yeah. about why the daughters are so angry at Joe and Melissa. Yes. I, I agree. I think, I totally get that they are protective of their mom in a sense that it's like we see that she's being hurt by this person or this relationship. Mm -hmm. And so we want to like 
shield her from that, especially on this happy day. I I get that, but it does feel like there is this unspoken thing that it's like there's so there's so much like hatred right. coming in from specifically from the daughters toward Joe and Melissa. And I'm like, I don't really feel like we see anything on the show that warrants like that level of hey, yeah, dislike. deep feeling. Yeah. Even the fact that she's just crying at the at the mention of his name. To me, I'm just like, whatever information we have doesn't explain this. Right. And I, I don't say that to be like, I think, you know, Gabriella is stupid and Joe is great. It's just like I what we've seen to me doesn't quite compute with the level of reaction. Mm-hmm. And it's I mean, it makes me sad if these girls are like, you know, have that much angst about this situation that they can't emotionally handle the mention of this yeah. guy who like factually on paper both is their family member and also is heavily involved in this TV show that has been their mother's life for 15 years. Like Joe Gorga's name is going to come up sometimes. Like I get if you don't want him to be like the main topic of conversation on your wedding day, but like he hasn't fallen off the face of the earth. Like he hasn't gone away. The relationship has just deteriorated. Right. And it's like, I don't understand what he's done to them that makes them feel, or even to Teresa. I can't like pinpoint one. Like if you had to say like, why do you dislike uncle Joe? so much like I'm trying to picture what they would say yeah is it like that she's not supportive of my mom's relationship like I don't think that like that would be something a teen a teen girl would be like so upset about their uncle for I think that there's a lot more behind the scenes with Joe Judice mm. and maybe like because those girls really love their father um, and they feel really loyal to him and I think you see that like throughout the seasons that they don't they're very protective not maybe Teresa says she's protect they're protective of her but I actually feel like maybe they're more protective of their dad and maybe like there's some stuff behind the scenes with Joe Judice mm. and Joe Gorga and I wonder when the remember when they saw each other in the Bahamas I wonder when that was in context to this filming it was after because that was around when this season started airing so that was more like oh, okay beginning of 2023 and this was August of 2022 but I I agree I think I think Joe Judice is an interesting piece of the puzzle who obviously for legal reasons has been largely absent over Mm -hmm. the last few years. But like even on this episode, uh, you know, Teresa was saying how if my mom were here, she would be so happy because she didn't want me to be with Joe. And she says stuff like that sometimes where I, I don't necessarily doubt that that's true, but I almost wonder knowing how much the daughter's, are protective of their father and do feel that like closeness with him why Teresa has to say that I agree it doesn't really seem to make to drive a little bit like you're divorced he he can't even enter the country legally like he's basically out of your life in almost every way he's not actively co-parenting with you you're not seeing him on a regular basis like you're getting married to somebody else and like everybody knows that you're happy now like you don't I the kind you don't of, have to justify right, right the yeah. urge to be like well before I was with this like you know beast of a man who's so horrible and now mm-hmm. I'm with the perfect guy it's like it feels like salt in the wound almost a little bit well I think that's sort of indicative of and again I think they're very much in love so I think there's a lot of positive things about this relationship but I do think that like psychologically speaking it is a toxic trait of a relationship to to have to say that every, like 
to ju- to say that every relationship prior to yours for both of you was like this really negative, really toxic yeah. thing. Like that's a toxic thing for your current relationship, like a mentality, because it's sort of like based not in reality. Like, and I agree, it doesn't really seem necessary that she would do that. And it's it's also like, it just, very, it feels very Teresa in some ways because yeah. she always, when she was with Joe, she pretended their marriage was perfect and everything was great. And she was so attracted and love. And then now she's saying, she's sort of telling a completely different narrative as she does. It actually, to me, is very similar to James Kennedy on Vanderpump Rules, where last season we literally saw him proposing to Raquel. They were engaged. They were happy, whatever. And then this season he shows up with Allie and he's like, love of my life. Best girl I've ever been with. Never had sex like this before. Right. Never, I've never loved been, anyone I've like never that. I've never loved anyone like this before. And it's like, I on one level believe that you believe that in your head right now Mm -hmm. but just from an outside perspective watching the footage unfold you seem like somebody who is really just kind of going whichever way the wind blows and like now you're focused on convincing everyone that right this is the best thing like a blind loyalty to whatever situation you're you're allowed to leave one relationship and then be happy in another one right it doesn't mean your other one had to be unhappy (laughs) had to be like the worst thing that's ever happened to you you kind of see that a little bit also with sheena in vanderpump rules when she's not only talking about like her wedding with brock and how like it's so much better than her wedding last time because it wasn't good and she didn't you know and, and and think that but even when she was with rob she was like this is so much better than my my she's like i finally found a real yeah. man like all yeah it's I, I think probably a lot of people have the tendency to do that mm-hmm. to a certain extent but then like these tv cases especially when we have watched both relationships it's like you you were saying you were happy three years ago right like uh, give it a rest you're trying i mean i guess i guess it also makes sense they're trying to tell a story for the yeah. cameras so. <laughs> um so we get to the actual wedding it's it's beautiful it's lovely mm-hmm. the hair i loved seeing like one by one people walk in the room and like really carefully try and control their reaction yes. to the hair that it's like oh wow I love oh my god like jennifer has to do it dolores has to do it even louis has to kind of like be like uh, uh, wow the hair <laughs> I lo- it's exact it's so funny like things like everyone had to use their own euphemism yeah. to like not talk shit about it but also like not say that they really like even Lu- like you said even louis was like you know the hair like i it was what she wanted and that's beautiful like, <laughs> <laughs> dolores is like dolores is like I it's gorgeous. I love it. I just wish it wasn't up so high. <laughs> right. There was no one who really said anything that was like completely pro it besides Teresa. And you know what? That's right. It's her wedding. Yes. She liked it. And that's, so. that's how I felt since the first moment we got those hair fit pictures. It's like, is it a little bit ridiculous? I think objectively. Yes. yes. But like, that's what she wanted and I'm glad she got what she wanted. She's happy. Yeah. That's amazing. I agree. And I mean, I'm happy it didn't start any trends. I mean, I guess we'll see in this, this summer wedding season. If, <laughs> if all the brides now have the Teresa look, I do love, I do love that. She's like, well, I told Lucia I wanted half up, half down. <laughs> and she went to work. <laughs> I mean, it's really like the best possible uh, marketing for this hair person or worst, I guess, best or worst, depending on how you think about it. This is, 
I think you know. I think it depends if you're a believer of all press is good press. Lucia has never gotten that much press, but if it's something that like people are gonna like call her and ask her to replicate, I'm not sure. Right, that's true. Well, they, at least they know she can do it. She can do it, even if no she, one wants her to do it. She could be a structural engineer. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's like when you when you have to like build a bridge with like toothpicks and like marshmallows. It's like she did that with hair. Uh, exactly, <laughs> and I mean Margaret was like the only one who I think was like blatantly like it was something gonna fly out of there. Dove. She thought yes. they were going to be doves. <laughs> I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring mayflowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. So at the wedding, I had to make a list because they kept popping up. The other housewives in attendance by my count were Ashley Darby, Jill Zarin, Chanel Ayan, Phaedra Parks, Dorinda Medley, Cynthia Bailey, Alexia Napola from Miami, and Kenya Moore. And that, of course, is not counting all of the Jersey housewives who are also there. I mean, she she Solid really list. she pulled in a crowd. I mean, Teresa's been on this show for what twelve years? T- 13, 13, Thirteen years. Yeah. She's. I mean, it would be it would make sense. It would be weird if she didn't get to know any of the other housewives. Yeah, I was yeah. actually su- I was surprised. I like we know Ramona was invited because she posted it all over Instagram. I I guess she didn't end up. Uh, end up making it but like you know she went on girls trip with cynthia and kenya so that was nice to see them there like yeah 
it's a little bit it's always funny when housewives get married and you know that there's like a little part of it that's just kind of like we're doing this to do it but then also it's like yeah like these are people in her life yeah i don't know if chanel ayan is really in her life it but felt like in a it felt like in a like she's having a big wedding and she invited everyone except for melissa's family um so it kind of did make sense to me if it was like a small wedding it'd be weird if they were there but it made sense that they were yeah. there and also that they like had like one second of interaction with her which is what they would actually if you have to think about like your coat you're like kind of like you're friendly with some co some co-worker that you've worked right adjacently to for a while and you invited them to your wedding you would say like a quick hello but you wouldn't really be hanging out with them i i went to a wedding a couple of weeks ago where at the beginning at the beginning of the reception they the dj kind of did it as like a fun thing where he like timed them the bride and groom like running around to every table to take a picture with the table yeah so then at the end of the night at the very least you have one photo with every table That's I'm funny. Like, it's not a bad idea i mean it's not yeah <laughs> so you like you said melissa joe and her family are not in attendance rachel fuda also decided not to go which i thought was interesting margaret and jen fessler did attend but they left basically at the beginning of the reception mm -hmm. in a supposed show of solidarity with Melissa. I think both of them, I mean, we. I talked to Jen about this. Jen didn't seem like she really wanted to leave. <laughs> I, I talked to Jen about this and she was kind of like, yeah, that was a stupid decision. She was like, if I was going to go to the wedding, I should have just gone to the wedding. It's like, I can mm -hmm. be Melissa's friend on Monday. Like, I appreciate that honesty because I felt the same way. I was like, either don't go or go. Like this half going is almost more insulting. Right. Like making the choice to attend the wedding and staying long enough that you're going to be in photos. It's like you were there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you're not fooling anyone. If this is a loyalty thing, then don't go. If it's not a loyalty thing, then just stay and be normal about it. Right. Like your loyalty at the end of the day is not going to be judged on whether you like danced the night away or left after cocktail hour. Right. And Melissa doesn't seem like the I mean, maybe she is the, the kind who would be like, I saw you dancing in the footage. So like you're not I mean, maybe she is. Who knows? But like to be honest, I think Melissa is enough of a reality TV savvy gal. I don't think she begrudges any of these ladies wanting to go get one more episodic fee. Like right. I agree. It did, it did kind of seem like Margaret was, you know, like trying to make it a little bit about her. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't disagree. I think as much as I like Margaret and I, a lot of the time see her side of things, it's a little bit like just shut up and go to the wedding. Right. Or don't. Or don't. Yeah. Her, I did. It was interesting. Also, so, so she's she, crying. She sees Jill Zarin at the ceremony. First of all, Jill's like, you look like you lost weight. This is a good weight on you. And I'm like, Jill, please. Uh, Jill. But she says, she asks if her mom is there. And she said her mom didn't come basically because Melissa's mom didn't get invited. Okay. But then it's like, Melissa didn't go either. So it's like, just, I don't know. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. I think that's the kind of thing where it's like, at a certain point, it's just a wedding either go or don't but like make choosing all of these kind of like political moves also like for someone who's trying to show that they're not too supportive to be like hysterically crying and just her and louie as they've said the only ones crying during the <laughs> ceremony to me it's like it seems like you're more into it than the average guest not well, but she but then she said that she was crying because since joe wasn't there she didn't feel like it was as happy that didn't make any sense as it to me. could be <laughs> even though joe and Teresa haven't gotten along more than a few days out of the last five years 
it was it was a little strange, but also like I thought it was a little shady for everyone to be like, wow, nobody cried except Louis and Margaret. It's like I feel like at a normal wedding, you're like, oh, everybody was weeping. Right. It was so emotional. Like, That's true. I did think it was like, oh, is that like a sign that no one else is like as into this as as Louis or Margaret? Maybe. How do you feel about like jokey vows? To do the like, we, uh, you know, in in makeup smudges on your white furniture, in never being on time together. I think it's a little cheesy, clearly. I mean, like, <laughs> and, um, but I did kind of show me to some extent that like they are really close with Louis' sisters because she did seem to like know them yeah. as a couple pretty well. So I was like, okay, like, this doesn't seem like you're trying to use them necessarily as much to get back at Melissa by showing how much closer you are. Like, it does seem like you have developed a pretty strong relationship with these people. Yeah, I think the fact that that Louis' sister was officiating kind of made it a little more like, okay, this is like family right. ribbing on each other, not like we gave like the pastor this like list of things to say <laughs> yeah i thought it was like kind of nice and i mean i did think like it was kind of cheesy like a little whatever but i also think weddings are cheesy and yes. so sometimes like it's i allowed it. i'm i think it's okay i i agree i like things the fact that this is like such a produced like televised wedding event the fact that there are still things that show you that it's like a real person's wedding with yeah. like kind of those like dumb traditions and like silly family things that it's like that's like what that's what a wedding is like yeah i thought they were cute and again like i think they're this couple has their own issues yeah but they're it seemed like they couldn't keep their hands off each other yeah the last thing that really happens seemingly while they're at the cocktail hour and Teresa and louis are maybe trying to have sex in a room upstairs mm -hmm. um we start to get a lot of uh push notifications going off about tabloid stories about Melissa and Joe posting whatever Joe specifically has on his Instagram story written blood doesn't make you family they're down at the shore living their best life I remember when this was happening live it was chaotic to be online <sighs> I don't know I mean I just I I feel like it's at the point where like I almost wish we got to hear from Joe and Melissa in this episode just to kind of like contextualize mm -hmm. that i'm sure we will at reunion right. but it's like it was a weird like out of context i think it seemed a little petty and unnecessary yes even if they weren't gonna like attend and again we don't have his side but from what i saw and again i'm usually to be honest more team gorgas yes but i thought like it was just like it's not nice yeah even if you're like be a little bit like take the higher road. If you're going to go do your own thing, go do your own thing. Try to be like low key. I would have said if I were like consulting the Gorgas on their strategy around this, I would have said if you're not going to go to the wedding, no matter how much you hate Teresa and Louie right now, even if even if you would love to burn it all to the ground, mm -hmm. don't post on Instagram on the day of the wedding. Just yeah. like just like let it yeah, let your story go dark because not any, a good look. Anything that they posted on that day was going to be interpreted as a response or a you know you know trolling or making fun you know anything that I mean, they could this post was would be interpreted like yeah. that. And obviously they chose to expressly you know reference it. So it's the kind of thing where it's like I just think that it if if this is a game of you know points on either side it's like i'm gonna win you any points yeah definitely not i mean it is also like this is your sister like yeah. again you can have you can dislike her not want to speak to her again but like i wouldn't actively try to do something negative to her on her wedding day it seems like again like as much everything else like just let just just do nothing yeah <sighs> 
anyway, we got we got a three part reunion coming up. Looks like a banger. Yeah, I'm excited. I loved the because I had missed that in the trailer, the clip that you put up of oh, yeah. her saying like, I can't wait to never see you again. She's like, why are you going? Um, I'm very excited to see that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously other stuff to talk about besides Teresa and Melissa. And so I'm I'm excited for all of it. But it really does feel like this kind of final battle royale of like for the future of this franchise kind right. of like what direction is it going to go and obviously we don't know yet uh, according to some reports casting doesn't know like they haven't really figured it out yet but over the course of these three episodes i think it's going to be extremely interesting to see kind of like if if it feels like the tides are shifting in a certain direction it's also really funny to see like teresa's it's almost like she saw the thing with her huge enormous hair and now at the reunion she has like short hair yeah so I'm she's like, like, did she watch that and was like going the opposite way? She's like, we're going for sleek. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say sleek is really like Teresa's look. Definitely not. Like the, the big hair, it's, it's, it's what we love her for. Yeah. You know, she is who she is. <sighs> well, we made it through the wedding special. Mazel tov to Teresa and Louis. It does seem like they're very happy. Yes. And I'm, I'm glad it was one episode. Same. I don't think I could have done too much more they That's, got it all, they got a lot in for they that. got a lot yeah. it was yeah it was a, it was fun it was a tight even the speeches yeah the speech yeah. the speeches were great the daughters kept it together you know good, good for them good for yeah. everyone uh, jordana thank you so much for being here with me today and we'll be back next week thanks dylan amazing thank you everyone for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and until next time be cool don't be all like uncool Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.